0: Hey, welcome back to Tuesday Take, where we sit down with Pastor James, ask a few questions, and hear some additional thought from this week's teaching. Pastor Shane, boy, man, it's been a while. <laughs>
1: it's been a minute. It's been what? It's been, it's been a minute. How long? <laughs> it's been a couple weeks, probably.
0: You doing good today, man? Yeah, that's yeah. that's good. That's better than not. It's, so absolutely, um, man. Glad to have you back um, here on this Tuesday Thursday take. Yeah, <laughs> um, excited about jumping in, uh, man. Jumping into some questions. One of the things you said Sunday was these next few passages are going to be difficult um, as we jump back into Sermon on the Mount. Why is that?
1: Well, and one of the things I think you know we've said, of course, I guess on the podcast a lot is going through Sermon on the Mount. It's been been pretty tough you know i mean it doesn't it doesn't play around um it really gets to the heart of things really showing hey this is really the way the kingdom and the way that we're to operate as a part of the kingdom but kind of the way um when i was studying it, the way to think about it is like these last four passages are basically like he's finished all everything he's he said about the teaching and then these last like four are kind of like all right here now think like you, you now have to act upon what I just told you, you know. And so that's why we're going to see, like, you know, like even, like, this Sunday, well, this past Sunday was, you know, like, enter. He, I mean, he's telling us, like, because of it, like, you need to enter into this way. Um, this week uh, coming up will be kind of a warning against people that are going to try to take you from a different to, – to so that you don't walk on the path of life. And then, you know, the next week's probably the scariest one of all of them, you know, where he says, hey, look, you've done – just because you – Prayed my name just because you've done things in my name, that doesn't mean you know me. Mm. Um, which is to me, it's to me, it's one of the scariest passages in all of scripture. Um, I think especially for people that have grown up in the church because I think you just kind of similar even to the Jewish people he's talking about is you just think, Oh, well, because I'm a part of the people of God, that makes me a part of the kingdom. And Jesus kind of draws that line, and then the last one is you know, kind of where you build in your life. And so it's really almost like all these four passages really have these questions. So we'll we'll ask questions every week. Um, but it's really this kind of this wrapping up and really giving warnings and saying like, hey, you gotta you gotta you gotta choose like you you have to like it's calling us to action yeah. and so these these are very searching passages that we're gonna last week and then these next last three. Um, so as I said, just kind of I guess we'll just have to buckle up and
0: that'll be fun, man, and get ready so well, jumping into some questions from this week. Why do people get so offended when Christians claim that there's only one path to reach God?
1: Yes, that was one of the things that we we looked at. And, of course, Jesus says this, is that there is only one entrance that leads to life. Um, and, it, you know, I, I think we tease that a little bit, but I think the world, and I think all of us would be aware of it, is like this is where people, kind of a sticking point for people, especially yeah. like people in the world. Like, first of all, it people are kind of maybe are like, who do you think you are that, like, you think you're good enough or you think you have the knowledge enough to know that, oh, you have the enlightened way, you know, to go know to God. And so I think some people get real offended um, by it. You know, it it is very exclusive, you know, because we're saying, hey, there is only one way that leads to Jesus. And so I think for the world, that seems just very exclusive. Um, that doesn't see, seem very inclusive to all other religions or people's beliefs. And even one of the things we talked about in our home group is, I mean, just think about, um, let's just say you grew up in another country. I mean, you could grow up here, but let's just say if you grew up in another country, let's say if you grew up um, Islamic or uh, grew up as a Buddhist or whatever, um, and let's just say you grew up in it, like in your your family, your mom and dad, your uncles, your—I mean, just your entire family, your entire community. Like, everybody believed this certain way, and then for somebody to come in and be like, hey, everything you believed is wrong, and it will lead you down a path of destruction. You know, you can see how people would be like, yeah, but this is all I know, or yeah. this—you know, and so I think the world— it's offensive, you know, to say, hey, there's only one way. You know, I think one of the things we have to be careful of as a church is that we share the gospel and share this. We need to, sh- we don't need to shy away from this, but we also need to be, I think, loving and graceful as we, you know, not just to walk up to people and be like, hey, what you believe is totally wrong. You're going to hell, and mm. uh, you need to believe in Jesus. While that's true, you know, I mean, that's not the way, I think, to communicate these kind of these things, and um, and that we— you know, are graceful as we interact with people, and as we, you know, um, form relationships with people, and even express to people how much we love them. But because we love them, we want to share with them like the way that leads to life, true, true life. You know, so
0: yeah. Um, one of the things you talked about um, that's kind of crucial, not kind of crucial, that is crucial on this path is denying yourself. What do you think the biggest hindrance for us as as believers today is from living a life that does deny ourselves?
1: I think there's, um, several things. Um, uh, one I know for me would be fear probably. And, and and of course you see this all throughout scripture, we're commanded not to walk in fear, but walk in faith. But I think there's a, a level of fear of like, if I really give up, like if I really submit myself to God, like surrender my everything, like not just parts of my, like all of my life. Like, I think there's a level of fear of like, What is that really going to look like? Mm. What is God really going to call me to do? And, of course, I think sometimes we go to the most extreme things. But I think it's like, it's a nerve-wracking feeling, I think, for all of us. You know, there's a sermon coming up. Um, It may take us a minute to get there. Uh, Actually, I think it's in uh, Matthew 8 or Matthew 9. Um, Mm. Not too far. Yeah, not too far. So it shouldn't take too long to get there. But um, one of the things is the the kind of subtitle for the text is The Cost of Following Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's where he says, you know, hey, birds have nests, fox have, you know, but, like, the son of man doesn't have a, anywhere to lay his head. And that whole idea of, like, I think there's this level of, like, is God going to provide for me? Um, is my life going to just be miserable? Is You know, and so I think there's all these things that run through our mind. I think that even there's a peer pressure thing that's in that of, like, are people going to think I'm a weird fanatic, you know, if I really – Surrender all that I am to Jesus. And I, because even as we walk through the kingdom living, our life will look very different than the world. Yeah. And I think there's a level of us that's like, I want, I want to follow Jesus, but I don't want my life to look too different. Because if I look too different, that's when people start to notice or will be labeled maybe as fanatic or weird. And I think there's a level of us similar in our life is that we, don't want to be labeled as that and so yeah. I think there could be other things but that was kind of one of the things that I was thinking through and even we talked through in our home group of like that I think there's a level of um, a fear of of the unknown of what does it really look you know uh, and I think it requires us to trust him and his plan but also of like how will this make me look to other people yeah and I, obviously my life will look very different and you know, sometimes we don't like to be different. You know what I mean? I think we like to be different sometimes, but like in that sense of, you know, that there's a, a maybe peer pressure or this, I don't want to be labeled as a fanatic or, you know, that kind of thing. I don't want to yeah. be weird.
0: Yeah. Um, you talked about uh, your second point Sunday the path of life is difficult and hard. Um, and one of the things that we didn't need to do is living for ourselves. And I think, um, I think sometimes we all fall into that. Uh, and out of that, I think there, there has to be repentance. Um, but I think that as a whole, it's something that doesn't really get brought up a lot. Repentance is, why is it so important to, to remember repentance and why do you think it is that we sometimes leave repentance out of the equation?
1: Well, that's one of the things we'd said Sunday, you know, when we were talking about like the path to follow Jesus of like, we can't widen this gate or this path to be something that it's not. And I think, I, I think and I could be wrong, some of it may be bad intentions, but I think a lot of it with good intentions, you know, that we've made coming to Jesus, this very easy thing. All you have to do is just, you just sign this card, you just raise your hand, you just pray this prayer, uh, you just walk this aisle, you're good. And and without ever really revealing to people the truths of what even Jesus is teaching here, and even to remember, like, Jesus' first message first sermon that he preaches when he comes his first message is repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand of like you are you stand opposed to the kingdom of god you are not a part of the kingdom of god you must repent and really this whole idea we tease out just a little bit and we have, on our podcast we have a whole sermon that when we walk through that passage of matthew we talk through repentance what it's not what it is yep but <clears throat> it's this whole thing of like this turning of like you are on this path and it's this change of direction you know and It's this confession, realizing, you know, that we are—we stand opposed to God and and we are coming to confess, you know, our our wrongdoing, our sinfulness, you know, all these things. So that's something that we have to be aware of, you know, in in repentance. But it's difficult, you know, when we think about repentance. Yeah. Um, Because repentance is—well, we're saying we're wrong, you know. Um, It's uncomfortable— um, and so I think for a lot of us is like oh, it seems kind of it seems like kind of a hard message to say, you know. And even I, I don't know if I said it Sunday, but it's like sometimes when you start laying it out like this, you're like, so who's going to come to Jesus now? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if we're saying all these, you know, um, that this is going to mean the death of you if you come to Jesus, you know, like yeah. that doesn't sound real, real nice, you know. <laughs> That's not very inviting. And and you know, and we have to balance all of this out because we know that only true life is found in Jesus. And so, um, but also to know that like it. It will cost us and there will be it will be hard. I mean, Jesus says the road that leads to life is hard and difficult, you know. And so I think we we do a disservice to people when we don't lay out like, hey, this is really and really that's what it felt like almost sudden sort of like here's what here's how you enter Christianity. Like like here is the simple just trying to be simple, like here is here's what it looks like to start following Jesus and a yeah. path to follow Jesus. But I think sometimes we don't maybe it's almost like this is the fine print, and we, you know, hey, come to Jesus, you are gonna have like an awesome life, like everything's gonna be nice, and like this is the fine print, and we oh, don't. Oh yeah.
0: Wanna, oh, and by the way.
1: Oh, by the way, you know, but I think we do a disservice to people because when people start living, they're like, well, I didn't expect this, you know, I didn't know it was gonna be hard, you know, I didn't know that it would be suffering, I didn't know that it would be hard, you know, all these kind of things, and so I think it's important for us on the front end, uh, even as Jesus says, I think it's in Luke fourteen, he says this, uh, you know. Who doesn't sit down first and count the cost before you commit to something, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think this is important, like to lay this out, you know, that kind of thing. So
0: Well man, um, for our last question, something that I love to do is ask ask something that's a little on the not so serious side. Okay. Um, and so for our last question today, I want to play a game. Okay, great, man. Um, We played Would You Rather Sunday. Okay. And there are some questions that you asked that I think we all would love to know what your thoughts would be. Okay. So, James, would you rather?
1: <laughs> Do I need to raise my hand or not raise my no, hand? No,
0: you, you can just say which one. <laughs> okay, all right. Tacos or burgers?
1: Uh, burgers. Why? They're better. I, I'll say this. I, I, I love a taco. I don't We know. had tacos yesterday. You so really
0: did eat a taco I, yesterday. I, I
1: love a taco, but I think if I had to pick forever, like you own – forever – You only get to have one. What if there's
0: no such thing as corn tortillas? What if we live in a corn tortilla-less world and it's just flour tortillas?
1: I think even then, like, I I love a burger, man. man. Like, I've been on this kick. I don't think I'll ever grill another burger. I think I'll only do smash burgers.
0: Yeah? Okay. They're really good. They are awesome. You make a good smash burger. They are awesome. So I I think
1: think that's kind of, yeah, I love a burger, man. I could eat a burger almost every night.
0: Man, I'm going tacos. Tacos all day. <laughs> okay, good, good for you. Man. It's, it's my people, though. So, uh, um, yeah. would you rather lose your keys or lose your phone?
1: Mm, I'd rather lose my keys. Um, it'd be terrible. But I like now. Like, there's so much on your cell phone that's like
0: our lives kind of revolve just, around. Yeah, them. <laughs> so I, I
1: think I'd lose my keys. You know, I, I could yeah. always, I guess, go get another key. Because you, know, you think yeah, like cell phone, that. you have like pictures and
0: yeah. And I've got a spare key to everything I need. Yeah, you know I can get I can get Kelly to let me borrow her car key for my car. So uh, I'd agree with that. So no no Wi Fi or no music.
1: That's really hard. I mean that was a hard one. When I asked, I was like, that's kind of difficult. Um, maybe I don't know.
0: I'm going no Wi Fi.
1: I would probably no, go no Wi Fi as I'm well. Going no Wi
0: Fi. I've got cellular data. And so, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll roll with that. I, I gotta have some music going. Yeah, me too. Would you rather win a vacation or win a car? I think win a car. See, I'm going vacation. There's taxes I gotta pay on a car, even if I win it. So give me yeah. something that's free, and I can just go have fun with.
1: There's no taxes on vacation on the money that they give you for a vacation.
0: I mean, not if somebody's like, if not if I'm like at I guess, a company cause I guess, raffle. Cause I guess the
1: thing on that question is like, vacation is you're making memories, you know.
0: Mm. Sentimental,
1: but that will end in like a week or two weeks. And yeah, then but those you, memories
0: live in my heart and forever. And you
1: drive a car f- for a long time. Sometimes,
0: what if you have a lemon? Well, I, I guess
1: mean. so. Well, it's free, so I <laughs> mean, you know, you can trade it in.
0: um Would you <laughs> rather have the superpower of being able to fly or to be invisible? Uh, to fly, I think I'd fly too. Yeah, I'd want to. I mean, uh, visible,
1: I think. In invi- this sounds bad. I, f- I feel like in. To, to be invisible is like almost like a villain like like you want to be invisible so that you can do things so that no one like sees you you yeah. know what I mean
0: or to to just dip out if there's danger <laughs> I guess that's, so that's that's what I always think when I think of in, invisibility like I always think that invisibility that would, that would is like work. oh yeah
1: you want to be invisible so you can go rob a bank you know <laughs> so, so that's kind of always what I think about but yeah so I'd
0: want to fly that'd be awesome and now for our last would you rather 90's country or bro country uh, bro country for well, sure thanks for joining <laughs> <on>. <laughs> oh and, and man to their own to their right, own that's right that's um, right glad we can you know yeah, yeah. we could th- th- through, <laughs> through our differences <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can no uh, man I, I really do appreciate you uh, taking some time and, and to sit down and just talk through some uh, some questions man things that we can apply to our lives I think um, Sermon on the Matter has just been great uh, it's been convicting it's been challenging it's been Um, A good reminder in the life of a believer. And so, man, thanks again for sitting down. Yeah, man. And uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Tuesday Take.